Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean, and hello from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Dowler, and this is Conversations. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. On Twitter, we're at Converse Radio. That's like the shoe without the E, at Converse Radio. On Facebook, we are Conversations, the podcast. And Instagram is an amazing thing. We are at, it is, it is amazing, I'm at Conversations Radio. Uh, like what you hear or don't like what you hear? Well, drop me a line and let me know. Conversationspod at gmail.com. And of course, all our podcasts are on the website on Podbean, as well as Apple Podcasts. So go ahead and search Conversations Radio in the iTunes store, and there we are. Great show tonight. Our guest, Annalisa Fisher, and our co-host will be Mackie Elajim, who was a guest last year. Um, I want to thank our guest from two weeks ago, Trinity Rose. Trinity Rose collaborated with Aiden Gallagher from the Umbrella Academy for the song Miss You, and that EP is out on all digital platforms right now. I want to thank her as well as our co-host from The Voice, Season 13, the runner-up, Addison Agan. An amazing show. The response I got on this was just stellar. Addison just wrapping up four dates with Bob Seger on his farewell tour in Detroit. Sold-out shows. So amazing for her. A great opportunity with an iconic musician from um, back in my day and really has stood the test of time through the 70s, 80s, 90s, and now. So uh, good for her. That podcast is online. It's the one right below this one. <laughs> so when you go to download it, you'll see it right there, episode 46. Hey, a great show tonight. Want to bring in our co-host. And, man, this just kind of worked out at the uh, last minute. We had planned to have Emily Skinner co-host. Of course, Emily and Annalisa both work on Bratz Total Eclipse. And she's on a shooting hold, which means they can call you at any time and say, hey, look, come on set, let's shoot a scene. So again, she unfortunately couldn't make it tonight, but Mackie Elajam's here. Mackie now, Mackie and I talked last year, and Mackie's credits, oh boy, it's a lot. <laughs> um, All My Children, she was daughter Fiona on Nurse Jackie. You've seen her in Time Toys. She was on the traveling Broadway show for Annie. Her resume just goes on and on and on. She took some time off, finished up school. School is done. She's graduated, and she's off to, uh, well, kind of find herself this year and see what she wants to do with uh, her career as well as some charity work she wants to do. Fantastic co-host tonight. Here is Mackie Elajam. Mackie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well, and welcome back to Conversations Radio. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. You're a hard person to get a hold of. Number one, you're very, <laughs> you're always very I'm busy. Sorry. Uh, and your mom, I got to tell you, mom, Laura, is just amazing. And I appreciate everything she does to kind of set things up behind the scene. She's like, yeah, reach out. And uh, and it all worked out so great. Uh, congratulations. You have graduated high school. Yes, officially. Well, it would, wouldn't be unofficially. Either. Yeah, because I, I graduated technically in February, but I still got to do prom and all that stuff, so oh. I wasn't really graduated until a couple weeks ago. So it was kind of an in-between thing between February and May. Well, congratulations on that. That's, Thank you. That's one step out of the way. Now, what are your yeah. what are your college plans so far? So I 
was going to be attending college this year out of state because I was super set on leaving and starting this new chapter. And then a couple months ago, I kind of started to rethink my decisions. And it was totally after all the application deadlines for California right. schools. And I kind of decided that I think I should be in California right now. And I missed acting so much because I had taken time off. So I decided that this year I'm going to be taking a gap year and then hopefully attending a California school next year, fall of 2020. Yeah, we got to keep you local here, you know. Yeah. And again, uh, the audition thing, a real possibility right now. Of course, you're looking to get back to that. You kind of took a break for a while and concentrated yeah. on school. Yeah, I did because I didn't really start having any like real experiences like that until high school since I was living by coastal in New York and L.A. Um, so I decided to take the four years of high school and do cheer and dance and all that and then I decided that I really missed it, so now I'm back. Now, you were homeschooled for a while, right? I was. I was homeschooled from age 7-ish until 13. Wow. Yeah. That's a big gap. <laughs> well, of course, we had all my children going on. You had right. Nurse Jackie going on. How you juggled two shows, I have no idea. Um, and It was very complicated. Yeah. I don't remember it that much just because I was so young, so most of the scheduling was through my mom. Um. But it was super fun. It was just always such a blast. And you don't think about it that much when you're young. Right. It's just super fun and you're doing what you love. So it was great. And Nurse Jackie, of course, that filmed in Queens, New York. And yes. All My Children, of course, was filmed here. I want to say I'm on Prospect up there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a lot of frequent flyer miles. Hopefully yeah. those haven't expired. And on top of that, you did the, uh, the traveling company of Annie. Yeah, and that, was, that was when huge... I really started to get the acting bug, I think, because that was when I was really committed to it and at such a young age, too. And then, of course, Matthew McConaughey, that was a whole thing. Yeah. You were like, okay, and mom was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, she was definitely more excited than I was because I really didn't know what was going on. I was just like, oh, it's another chance to work. How exciting. Your resume is stellar. You've had you. uh, the opportunity to meet meet and work with some really cool people um yeah and uh of course everything you touch turns to gold as far as oh. i'm concerned time toys is amazing that's on digital media everywhere all my children yeah. you can get that on there's a soap opera channel nurse jackie's mm -hmm. on the web as well so yeah uh, we're on netflix now too yeah. which is super exciting so we need to find some video of you and uh an annie that'd be great yeah i'm sure that's around somewhere uh, yeah so, it must be somewhere well, good. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for coming on. And uh, you are now a co-host. Congratulations. Yes. You have all the privileges that the host has. So if you're <laughs> a, a, a person you want to have on the show to showcase, let me know. We'll set it up. All right. All righty. My guest tonight is the first guest ever from Portland, Oregon, although she is here now. Her name is Annalisa Fisher. And Annalisa Fisher is an actress. She's uh, a comedian, I think. She's very, very funny. I think she's got a great sense of humor. She is a, a unicyclist, proficient on that, and also very proficient at American Sign Language, which is what I try to learn, and, and it's I've learned a little bit, but she's very good at it, and she uses it. She's very, very involved with things in the business, um, and just put that down anywhere. <laughs> um, she's now living in Los Angeles. She's here. She's now a California girl, and uh, we'll find that all, all that happened, and uh, you will uh, actually find her on Brat on Total Eclipse, and she's got other stuff going on as well. So let's introduce actress, unicyclist, Annalisa Fisher, how are you? 
I'm good. How are you? <laughs> and how are things in your neck of the woods? And what's funny is you guys are practically neighbors. Really? Because you could both walk to Patty's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, we must be. Yeah. Dude, it's amazing over here. I don't know why people want to live in Hollywood proper or the beach or anything. It's just so cozy over in like Toluca Woods. Sure, Toluca Woods. Toluca Woods. It sounds so. It sounds like a soap opera, doesn't it? This week on Toluca Woods, we all yeah, walked, like a Disney Channel soap opera. We all walked to <laughs> like Patty's. Falls. If I had thought we, we could have done a show there, that'd have been great. Yeah, should, that'd have been great. <laughs> Annalisa, welcome. Glad to have you here. I'm glad to be here. And Thank you. Glad you and Mackie are uh, our neighbors. And yes. um, certainly, um, you uh, have done a lot. And things kind of happened for you pretty quickly. Um, you are from Portland, Oregon. I am. It's a good place. Do I dare say Portland, Portlandia? Oh, Portlandia. <laughs> Me and Portlandia don't get along. I used really? to watch that show and just go, okay, I'm sorry. We're not that bad. <laughs> well, they always make it sound worse than it is. There are a couple things that are true. If you've ever seen the brunch episode where they're like waiting in line like seven hours for brunch and then like <laughs> the, the actual mayor of the city has to kayak on the Willamette River to like find them in this brunch line. Oh, that's gosh. pretty accurate. That's like, the... People take food in Portland very seriously. Well, yeah. Pacific Northwest. It's a, it's a foodie area for sure. Yeah. Um, probably more so in Seattle, but uh, Portland as well. It's a very cool uh, dining spots and a great train station, by the way. Your train station is amazing. It's beautiful. It is it's kind so of scary, neat. but it's beautiful. I've gone through there several times on the Coast Starlight uh, between LA and Seattle, and it's a wonderful place. They've got a first-class lounge in there. If you've got a sleeping car, you can go in there and hang out and get all kinds of goodies and free drinks and all kinds of stuff. So, um, have you done that? That sounds amazing. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's pretty cool. But you gotta you gotta buy the the uh, the compartment. So I you have to be that. very VIP. Well, yeah, I guess for 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 a half an hour, whatever the layover is, and then you hop back on your train and you're toughing it again. But uh, again, an amazing city. You are a native from Portland? Oh, yeah. I, I grew up. I was like born, raised, grew up in the same bedroom my whole life until I moved down here. Do you know, Mackie, what's really cool in, in Oregon is you can go to Costco and not pay any sales tax. Oh, really? How cool is that? I love that. So all the people from Washington, like Vancouver and La Center in that area, they come over the yeah. bridge and they, they do all their shopping in Portland. So, oh my goodness. But, yeah, uh, I was just in Portland a couple months ago. Oh, really? For you. Yeah, I love it. What were you doing in Portland? Um, well, I was really in Vancouver, Washington for a dance competition. Okay. And then we had some hours off. So we went into Portland for a little bit and got lunch and just walked around. Did you go to Powell's or anything? Anything fun, like a staple like that? No, we didn't. We'll have to do another trip and really get the experience. But yeah, it was just pretty quick. Yeah, it it, it, ha it happens really fast. Portland's kind of like a lot like LA, where you come here, you go there for the first time, and you're like, oh, you think that you saw everything in one day, and then you're like, oh, never mind. There's so yeah. many things, and I'm overwhelmed. Well, that that being said, it's really a walking city, though. Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. And then there's the Max too, yeah. which is the transit like actually in the city of Portland is fantastic. But if you want to go to like Beaverton, Lake Oswego, any of those places around Portland. Not so much. Like, you definitely need to have a car. And you're away from the coast as well. We are about, without traffic, it takes about an hour and a half to oh, get okay. to the coast, which is crazy because that used to seem like a really long time to me. And then now I'll have auditions at 5 o'clock in Santa Monica, and it takes me like <laughs> two hours to yeah. get there and back. Welcome to the struggle. 
<laughs> Southern I <know>. California. <laughs> thank you. Uh, the, thank you. <laughs> that being said, of course, the beaches in Southern California amazing, but the coastline mm-hmm. in Oregon so much different. I Very mean, it's, different. Oh, and it's Very cold. <laughs> gorgeous though. It's so neat. You grew up in Portland. Are you are you an only child? Do you have siblings or? I'm the baby. I have okay. two older siblings. Are they also in the business? No. <laughs> so you're my the one. Bro- my brother's a rocket scientist, Ooh. and my sister is a photographer. Wow. That's weird, isn't it? Now, did your sister do all your headshots for you? Absolutely. Some of my <laughs> man- some of my manager's favorite headshots are my sister's, and then they'll go and be like, "Oh, you have to go take like LA professional ones," and then I do, and then they're like, "We still like your sister's better," and I'm like, "Yeah, wow. that's what I thought." Yeah, I mean, cameras now are getting so good and so and so inexpensive. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be worried if I was a headshot business. They make good money. They're they do. Fine. They really do. When you see a photographer online that says, hey, I've got an opening at 2 o'clock, they literally are, have an opening that's set, and they'll fill that because there's a demand, especially, yeah. this, especially this type of year with uh, pilot season. A lot of headshots out there, a lot of you know auditioning, and they want, they want that stuff. That's if you go in person. Self-tape's a little different, I guess. But back to your childhood in Portland. And, of course, Mackie, um, you, know, you grew up in the business as well. Um, mm-hmm. You grew up here in Los Angeles. Yes. And both your parents are in the business. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But for you, Annalisa, it sounds like you're the, you were the lone sheep in the family that wanted to, to pursue uh, acting. I did. I was the crazy one that just, that just wouldn't quit as much as my mom persisted and wanted me to. Because <laughs> there are those that will tell you that it's kind of unconventional, you know, to, 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 to go full speed ahead and not have a B plan. But you, again, grew up, went to school in Portland, Oregon. When did it all start for you? When did it, like, hey, I want to do this? Was it was it stage? Was it commercials? How did it start? It was kind of a weird, it was a weird mix of a lot of just, like, I was following what seemed right. I started doing musical theater when I was really, really young. Like, uh-huh. funny enough, my first show was literally Annie. I wasn't Annie. I was Tessie. I had one line. But I was like, this is what I want to do forever. And I had this whole thing where I was going to go to New York and do Broadway. Um, and it just it seemed inconceivable for a long time. Uh, and, and I had been doing some commercial work with this agent in town who weirdly happened to be the like sister-in-law of my sister's cardiologist, which is like her heart doctor because um, my sister has got some heart problems. Okay. And so I got contact with her and then we, you know, the, the rest was history and I started auditioning for TV and film and I, I found almost more of a love with that. Um, and then it just seemed so much more conceivable to just, you know, go a couple out, an hour and a half flight down to Los Angeles sure. than to go across the country. Well, now again, LA, New York, Chicago, these are kind of like, you know, entertainment capitals. Portland, maybe not so much. So what were the first roles like for you up there? It's interesting because I still will go back sometimes to do auditions up there because we literally have two casting offices in the whole city. Okay. Um, so you get, you get in there and you know them and then all of a sudden... I mean, that's what everyone lives for down here, right? Is to make a relationship with casting. But if you've been there for more than a year in Portland, they know you by name. They know your middle name. They know where you live. Like, they know everything about you. And so it's really fun, honestly, to still – and it was fun. Um, I got really confident really fast because of that because I would go in and I'd be like, Aaron, Simon, like the two people who were casting. And um, I I felt no worries because I was like – I felt like I was hanging out with my friends and they understood me. Uh, And coming down here – 
that was a little bit of a shock, but I kind of just treated it the same way. Like, oh, well, they'll get to know me too. And then it'll all be fine because these are, we're all just people doing our jobs. <laughs> so it really started clicking for you there locally. You did some commercials and some, I guess, some print work as well. Yeah, a little bit, mostly commercials, a little bit of voiceover. Um, there's not a, there is not a ton in Portland. And just more recently, actually, we've been getting a lot more young adult stuff. Right. Because uh, growing up, we only had Leverage and then the show Grimm, the NBC show. So when there was like a role for a kid, it would be one, you know, it would come around every blue, once in a blue moon, there'd be a role for a kid and everyone in town would go in for it. And so it's was not as easy, but um, as... As I started getting a little bit older and Grimm got canceled and Leverage got canceled, they started bringing in more things like, like you know, Wonderland on ID and Pretty Little Liars, The Perfectionist, sure. and then uh, things like American Vandal, Trinkets, which is dropping next week. Lots of stuff now, wow. which is really great. American Vandal was great. That yeah, was um, very funny. <laughs> Saxon Charbino, she was on our show a while back. But I've talked to Mila Brenner, uh, Gabe Eggerling as well. These people are both, have booked tons and tons of voiceover stuff. And they all agree that they're starting to use kids for kids' voices a mm -hmm. lot more now. Absolutely. Um, is, you can which, tell the difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Any voice work for you, Mackie? Um, not really. I tried it a little bit when I was younger, but just never really worked out with me there. I mean, you've done ADR, obviously. Yeah, I've done ADR. That's part of the business. Do you like it? Do you like doing voiceover? Or was it, did it just not click? Were you just like, there's something off about this for me? You know, I thought it was so fun. And, like, I loved being in the booth auditioning and stuff. Like, I thought it was just so cool. But for some reason, like, I don't know. Like, that, I just, that wasn't really my thing. But for ADR, I always thought that was super fun, especially if it was for a project that I was in and it was just, like, post-shoot stuff. But it was always so awkward doing ADR. But, yeah, it's fun. It's so different than being like on set with cameras and stuff so it's cool cool that you actually get to see some of the product before it comes out too I know. you're like oh that's my face yeah <laughs> i'm surprised the technology the way it is adr is still required but i guess they can't always get it perfect audio wise yeah so that's you know if a, if a plane flies over or whatnot you know or if you're in portland a train goes by it's gonna <laughs> a lot of a lot of train traffic there you're done with school obviously any college at all I don't think so. Okay. I'm not I'm not sure. I'm kind of just, you know, going where the wind takes me. <laughs> I like that. Well, what was the decision? I mean, why you would leave Portland? I have no idea because it's beautiful up there. But uh, again, you're pursuing uh, your, your dream, your, your profession. What was the final straw? I said, look, I'm going to L.A. and that's going to be it. Honestly, like if you want the cold, honest truth, I love my agent in Portland to death. She's like a mom to me. She basically sat me down and was like, listen, honey, you're not going to look this young forever. You need <laughs> you need to get down there because there's just not there's just not as much opportunity up here and you'll get you'll get more opportunity and it'll be an adventure. Um and I kind of took that to heart and was like, you know what, you're right. If I really want to do these like 13 reasons why, you know, um, to all the boys I loved before, you know, this the really fun teen stuff that maybe will come once in a blue moon in Portland. Sure. Like I got to go where they are and it'll be a fun adventure because the worst thing that happens is I get to live in a new city and meet new people and get some good food like patties. So what's patties, the yes. <laughs> And of course, you were a fan of Everything Sucks. 
Yeah. And I that filmed up that filmed in Oregon. It was interesting. They casted that in Seattle actually. And okay. they filmed in Portland. So there weren't very many actual Portland actors on that show. It was mostly all Seattleites. Right. Yeah. I think Netflix really messed up on that. They let that go. It was a great show. And the story didn't get finished. That's kind of disappointing. But yeah. uh, that happens. Netflix does that sometimes. Um, I know. They'll just pull they'll pull your favorite show right out from under you and just leave you sad sitting on the couch with a bucket of ice cream. You're like, what am I going to do now? Well, all the, all the Marvel stuff's gone now. They've pulled all that off. But yeah. there's season two of Umbrella Academy. That's going to be great. <laughs> yes. I can't wait for So were you apprehensive about moving down here? That's a big step. You know, I normally would be. Um but my my best friend and I actually he's my writing partner as well. We um, we started writing like four or five years ago, and we have like seven features, three pilots. Like we love writing together. It's just become a huge thing. Um, he was gonna move down with me as well, and it really eased the minds of my parents and like everyone else. That it was like, oh, okay, you're going with someone. You guys will have each other's backs, and you won't be like lonely. And that. I, th- I think it would have been really, really hard without him. I don't know what I would have done, um, but he's he's been he's got my back. I got his, and so whenever there, I'm having a bad day or feel lonely, there's someone from Portland like right across the hall. So it so, feels good. So here you are in I want to say the San Fernando Valley, Burbank, Toluca Lake area. Your first night laying in bed in your new place in LA. What's going through your head? I think I was so exhausted from because we my mom and I drove down in my car like straight through like 14 hours that I think I just slept like really hard. But I also think that because um, I had come and visit L.A. a couple of times and I knew that the next day we were going to go and get gluten free donuts from this place. <laughs> and I think I was just so excited for that that like nothing, nothing could get me down. I was like, you know what? I'm getting gluten free donuts tomorrow and I'm in a new apartment like everything is great so you packed up and came down and of course you've, you've gone through a lot of acting training and stuff up in portland so you've got a toolbox so to speak of you know when to reach in and pull out a hammer or whatnot because it's kind of you know it's the, it's the business things happen for you right away weirdly enough yeah like very fast and it was a, it was genuinely like an accident so what was your first booking so I did, I did, um, I did Pretty Little Liars and I did Wonderland up in Portland, like right before I had left. And then when I got down here, I literally self-submitted. I hadn't even gotten my rep yet. I self-submitted for something on LA casting that just like, I really liked the character description, um, set my photo in and I was out and about and get this call from this random number. And it's Kelly Knox at Kelly Knox casting who does all the casting for Brat. And they were like, we want to book you um for total eclipse yada 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 it shoots tomorrow and i literally was like confused what he was talking about but it was the thing that i had self-submitted for like an hour earlier so they booked me on that i came on set the next day um and then after that they just kept bringing me back and then i was just a part of the show and did seven episodes and so it it was great (laughs) mackie that like never happens yeah that is incredible i love that for you good job (laughs) thank you and the show's done very well it's still it's still rolling yes it's a um, really good show it's very cute and of course emily skinner's on there as well she's done a lot of stuff with andy mack and other shows as well but a lot of longevity i think it's going to be doing very well and uh, certainly uh hope to see you on more episodes i do too we'll see you know and um we'll see what else i'm i'm happy with my rep and i'm 
I'm excited to see what happens, you know, this next year. Because I, I still feel like a brand new baby here in L.A. So I, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, you you certainly have a good, you got a good start. You know what you want to do and uh, things are, you got everything lined up, which is good. So just uh, keep plugging away. Let me stop down for just one second, guys. This is Conversations Radio, episode number 47. Our guest tonight is Annalisa Fisher and our co-host, Mackie Elijah. Mackie, you, again, you took yeah. a break. You took, you took quite a break. Obviously very focused on school and things. Did you miss working? Oh, definitely. I think it was just such a big part of my life. And, like, it was a daily thing for me. If I was on set, like, I was thinking about it or, like, living in New York because that's where I was working. And to go from working to being a student was a very big transition. Um, and I wasn't really fully ready to actually commit to that student life, I guess. Um, so I still auditioned throughout my freshman and sophomore and junior year pretty much and worked here and there on different shows. But um, yeah, for the most part, I thought that I needed life experiences because like I've literally pretty much been homeschooled my whole life. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I definitely don't regret it, but I missed it so much. And I'm really looking forward to being back in the game. Do you prefer doing the self-tapes? Do you like, you like winning in person? What's your choice on that? I absolutely. I don't know what Mackie thinks. I'd be interested to hear from her, too. I I, I used to really like self-tapes, and then I started getting so many of them that I was just, like, really over it. And now I, I there's something about going in the room that gives you that extra spark, that, like, that chance where you're like, I've got one chance to do it right, versus self-tapes, you're like, okay, well that kind of sucked. Let's do it again. <laughs> um, it's something that like makes you, I think your personality comes out a lot more. There's more risk. You have more feeling. Everything just seems to click more into place, at least for me when I go in the room for more, but um, self tapes are fun. Cause you have a little bit more control, but I want to know what Mackie thinks about that. Cause it's a hot, it's a hot topic issue. For me, I think um, scheduling wise self tapes are obviously much more convenient. Um, I obviously would love to be in the room whenever I can, but when I was in high school, that was super hard for me because I was so obsessed with school and, like, was in all these extracurriculars and wouldn't leave school until usually, like, 7 p.m. Um, so, you know, I would go home and do my self-tapes, which is really nice, and I felt just a lot, a lot less nervous, and I felt like it was super convenient and easy. And then once I'd be on summer break or, like, now that I'm graduated, it is so much nicer being in the room and being able to read with a casting director too, or just someone who knows a lot more than you do really about the project and about what's being looked for in an actor there. Um, I think, yeah, you have like a leg up, I think, because yeah. you can really perfect your self tape to give it like your best audition. But if you can have someone in the room who knows exactly what is being looked for and being asked for, who, if they like you, they can, you know, give you direction after, or just to even read with someone who, knows that script so well as opposed to like if you have to read with your mom or a friend if you can't go in for coaching or whatever so I think overall being in the room is definitely what I prefer but self-tapes are like it is so nice we have self-tapes now because it's better than not going in the room at all and who's no, ki who's killer dog is that by the way <laughs> that is my dog wow. I had to run upstairs because they go crazy yes what do you think about that Annalisa you, you agree with that I a hundred. I I just am laughing over here when you when you talked about your mom. That's exactly. I used to have to sit down with her and like have her pre-read the script with me. Not yeah. 
not for me because like she did not understand what was going on and she right. tried to put like weird inflection on it and I'm like you're being distracting you need to stop <laughs> I've heard that before yeah. never run lines with your mom yeah I mean, not, it's, it's not, not it's not to mean it insulting but yeah it's kind of a you know it's like you know they don't get it I don't know <laughs> yeah it's too I mean, like you're so comfortable with your mom obviously so it's like you're not really going to listen to them if they have insight or this. That, that's the way I feel. Like, if my mom's giving me direction, like, unless I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I probably will stick with what I think just because I'm like, it's my mom. Like, what does she know? But either way, it's nice to have a second opinion. But, yeah, it's definitely hard reading with your mom sometimes just because of the close relationship. See, I yeah, don't... you're supposed to be playing, like, a high schooler, like, talking to their best friend, and it's like your yeah. mom. <laughs> you're like, mom, I love you, but this is not working. Yeah. See, I would go into Patty's. And just like find the bus boy and just ask me what's run lines with you, you know. And <laughs> I, I keep ma- I keep mentioning Patty's, and again, Patty's is a, a restaurant here in uh, Toluca Woods, um, a, a phenomenal um, breakfast spot and dinner too, I think. But basically, their breakfasts and lunches are fantastic. Everyone goes there on any given day. Miley Cyrus might be there, Annalisa might be there, Mackie might be there. Um, <laughs> a lot of folks go there, and again, deals are done there. So uh, certainly, uh, if you were going to run lines, someone would do it with you for sure. And Fritz Coleman goes there all the time. You don't know Fritz Coleman, uh, Annalisa, but um, those of us in LA, he's our 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 KNBC weather guy, and uh, he has his <laughs> breakfast there a lot too. So, but uh, well, good, yeah. So again, running the lines things with with parents sometimes it could be an issue. But um, you got a very very uh, big project coming up it's on uh, on Discovery Wonderland hey, Murders. Our- that one, that is, that is already out. It, it is on, um, yeah, it's on Discovery Channel. It's the Wonderland Murders. It's basically this whole, um, the Discovery Channel came to Portland with this idea to do a show that's basically like commemorating um, the murders of people that happened there. A lot of them unsolved cases, some of them solved cases, very bizarre, weird things um, that happened to some victims in Portland, uh, which is called the Pacific Wonderland. And so that's why it's called the Wonderland murders. And, um, I was in an episode, this, it was one of the weirdest stories ever. Cause I played <laughs> the best friend of the girl who got murdered. Uh-huh. And I, I didn't really know a ton about her murder because I was there the, the night with her that she gets murdered. But I like, am be- I literally like am a bad friend and leave her at this place. And, and that's kind of what ends up happening. So it's really sad, but, I had no idea what happened to her until I get on set the day of, and I'm sitting in the makeup trailer, and they're doing my makeup, and she she's, like, you know, putting eyeliner on me, and she's like, do you know, like, what happened to the girl? Like, did they tell you? And I was like, no, they actually didn't. I'm, I was like, I'm curious, but I, I don't want to, like, be rude and ask because it seems insensitive. And she sat there and told me every single, like, and I won't repeat it because it's, like, very gruesome and very horrifying to the point that I literally, like slowly walk out of the makeup trailer and I'm heading towards set and I'm just traumatized and I'm like oh my god did that happen like this is a real thing and um it's really dark but it's a good show um it's a very very good show and it's on you can watch it on discovery like on online it's on cable and I believe that we might be coming to Netflix at some point I know that a bunch of Discovery Channel shows the um, murder shows might be doing a little crossover so that might be a thing so with all these projects you're doing do you get spotted at all oh absolutely not (laughs) I'm just another blonde kid there there are a million of us you're not just another blonde kid there's more to it than that you will you'll get get spotted for sure someday 
I want to hear about the um, the no bullshit cookbook. <laughs> Tell me about that. Uh, that was a um. I'm surprised that you found that. That's, is that a, that's it, one of that's one of my more embarrassing internet like well, secrets. Is is it a real thing? It is a real thing. I think I sold ten copies. I had this I had this like thing I wanted to do one year. I didn't want to spend any money on Christmas gifts. Um, and it was like my freshman year of high school, and I was super. I had like a, I mean, I don't want to sound braggadocious, but I had a ton of friends and um, I had no idea what to get. And they all were like going big to like get people stuff for Christmas. And I was like, I don't have any money. What am I going to do? <laughs> and I baked like that was just what I did. I go to like my guys, friends, like baseball games, soccer games, lacrosse games. And I would like bake them cookies or brownies to like give them afterwards just to be like, yeah, you did it. Congrats. And so I had all these recipes from, like, my grandma and things that I had come up with. And so I just decided to, like, oh, okay, I will make them. And every time I make them for someone's game, I'll, like, take a picture of them and I'll, I'll rewrite down the recipe. And I'll just make it, like, a book because, like, Apple, like, photo books makes really – you can make really, really cheap books right. literally with them. And then I found this other thing online that also made them for really cheap if you buy them in bulk – so I made this whole thing. I dedicated it to like all my guy friends basically being like, you're the reason I'm doing this because I always have to make you food when you have games. <laughs> Here you go. Um, and I made it. And that, that was what I gave to every single person in my life for Christmas that year. <laughs> my aunts, my uncles, grandparents, sister, brother, every single one of my friends. So there's like a ton of them floating out there somewhere. And then now it's just sitting online like you can buy it. But I don't know why, why anyone would. <laughs> well, why not? I don't know. I mean, the, the title alone uh, is intriguing. It is a good title. Yeah, and of course, it's not spelled out correctly, so it's kind of, you know, preempted with characters well, I and whatnot. Be, I had to be PG-13 with it, you exactly know? Exactly right, yeah. A wholesome kid. That's cool. Very cool. And uh, I want to mention as well that um, Mackie's dad, Norman, <laughs> again in the business, wrote a book based on a blog and it's really cool. And uh, I know that Mackie is very proud of the book, as is. What's it about? I want to hear everything. Um, so basic rundown. Um, ever since I was about seven-ish, my dad, he started a blog called Letters to Mackenzie and basically wrote about his life experiences and lessons to me. Just basically, you know, as I grew up, just to help me out about love, you know, working all this stuff and he turned it into a book and it is a great father's day gift just gonna say that because it's coming yeah. up soon um and yeah i know it's very nice for me because we had a rule when i was younger like no reading the letters until i think 18 or 21 and then when the book came out my dad was like are you gonna read it are you gonna read it i was like no i'm gonna wait until i'm 18 or 21 so i haven't read it yet but Everything that I've heard from all of our friends and stuff, they love it. And it's called From Me to You. Um, and yeah, it's just really nice. From Me to I'm You. I'm going to cry. <laughs> from Me to You. Get your Kleenex. From Me to You, stories about life, love, family, faith, and how to negotiate a bigger allowance. And that's through Simon yes. and Schuster. <laughs> and uh, it's also out on audiobooks, too. That's another thing that I love about it, too, that he did the audiobook. Because, like, for me, at least, like, I think he's a great storyteller, so everyone will love it. But for me, when I am going to decide to read it once I'm old enough, I can actually listen to him telling me these stories, which is really, really, really awesome. Did he do a book signing, by the way? You know, that's actually a really good question. Um, I don't think he did. I'm okay. not sure, though. 
that book is out. It's on Amazon all over the place. That out as well. Um, first of all, I'm sitting here with my mouth like a gate because that is the most beautiful story I've ever oh. heard in my entire life. It really is. It really is. I, I love that. And I'm so happy that you have that because there will be a day where like you will want nothing but to just hear your dad's voice like, we were, giving you a yeah. We were saying that. If, like five years from now, she'll be driving down PCH in her car, CD playing. You yeah, know? really cool. Like, you know, okay, yeah. dad, I know that already, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but uh, charity work, anything uh, you're involved with right now, Annalise? Do you want yeah. to promote? So there's there's two big things that I'm um, that I'm into. I guess you could say three, but but my two big things are I'm um, I am a very true diehard shark activist. Um, I it is my life's goal to like stop shark finning, which if you don't know what that is, it's a lot of like off yeah. mostly off the Asian Pacific coast, but some in America. Um, fishermen will take sharks like catch them in nets pull them up on the boat cut their fins off and then like let them basically like die at the bottom of the ocean to create something called shark fin soup and now um shark fin soup has zero nutritional value it's not good for you at all and we are killing over 75 million sharks a year um to do this and people don't care because people are like oh sharks are scary and they kill humans but the reality of the situation is sharks maybe injure one human a year and yeah. we are we're gonna lose all of them and they're a huge part of our ecosystem and they're very misunderstood creatures so um there's lots of places you can donate to, obviously, like even if you just go on Animal Planet, um, Wild Aid is a huge one. Um, or just, you know, talk about it because there's, you know, watch Shark Week, anything that is like helping promoting sharks. Um, it's a huge thing and it's important to me. Or you can you can adopt a shark. I have I've adopted five sharks. They're all in the ocean somewhere. Wow, they have nice. names and, and they're tagged. You know, if anyone ends up catching them and, and doing away with them, which would make me very sad, that person will get fined an egregious amount of money. Um and that's another way because there's no law enacted that, that has prohibited shark finning across the world. It is prohibited in the US but not across the world that um that, that can help, you know, deter people from doing it as well. Well. And the fishermen are very, very aggressive about that in other countries too. So yeah, that's um, it's horrific. I totally agree. Mackie, leukemia and lymphoma. Yeah, I do uh, stuff with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Awesome. Also, other charity work you you plan to do as well. Anything else you got your eyes on? There's a little bit. I I grew up with juvenile idiopathic arthritis, which is essentially it's a, a disease that wreaks havoc on children's joints um, and can also cause some children to go blind. And so I do a lot of work. Um, there's a, a camp that happens every summer called Camp Jam, which is Juvenile Arthritis Matters, and I do a lot of um, you know charity work with them, whether that's counseling or donating um, you know supplies for them and things like that so that's that's a huge one that I'm into obviously because it's something I've been affected by and it's another one I like to stick up for the little guy sure, not many people absolutely. know about the about those charities and I think that, I think that they're important as well so outstanding yeah. and as always I love when celebrities use their celebrities to, to help others and uh, that speaks volumes thank you for that Hey, we are almost out of time. I do want to ask one thing, though, before we go. Your sign language skills, how long did that take to learn? So I've known sign language since I was in kindergarten. Wow. Yeah, we had a we had a kid in our class who, who um, you know, was hard of hearing. And he uh, 
it, it was like a big thing that basically like all of the parents and our teacher decided that that we would learn it as a class um and it was really cool because it became this like little secret language that only our class knew in the whole school um right. it was like you know in, in conjunction to to be able to communicate with him and help you know bring a normalcy um but i just fell in love with it and i i grew out of it for a long time at because he he went to he ended up going to a different school um but more recently it was a it was a uh, a project of mine if you if you will say to like get back into it and to practice every day because it's another thing sticking up for the little guy it's very easy to learn sign language even a couple of things and um there's a huge population of people who will sit there at parties or you know on dates or just out at dinner with friends and just you know have to sit there and and keep themselves busy because they don't get to be a part of the conversation and that's sure. very sad to me so that's the reason i make videos once a day on instagram sometimes that's more or less lax depending on how busy i am um that is me practicing um it keeps me accountable and i'm hoping 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 that at least some of my friends are watching and going maybe i should take note because sure. they're little basically little tutorials like you can learn just by watching the like little 15 20 second videos so back in the i think it was this i think it was the 70s there was a uh, a fever that swept through uh this through the la san fernando valley area and one of the side effects was if you were expecting a child chances were that child would be born uh hearing impaired if you ever go to like csun or somewhere over there they've got a real real big deaf community there wow yeah no idea yeah, it's really interesting. So um, you can look it up online. That's good you do that, though. Good you keep your skills up. You, I mean, you're very fluid when you do it. I. Well, thanks for the compliment. <laughs> and, then, and then there's the whole unicycle thing. Now, Mackie, unicycle at all or no? I do not. I am not very good with really anything. I can barely walk. I literally broke my finger today trying to go to physical therapy. So, oh. Mackie, don't tell yourself that short. I can teach you. We can okay, do it together. <laughs> Did you bring it with you, the unicycle? Yeah, it's, it's sitting right next to it's me right there. now. It's there. Oh, my gosh. The famous unicycle you is could here. You could ride at the patties. I could. I don't know. I probably would get a lot of weird stares, but, like, I could do it. Patties is getting a lot of free uh, free advertising tonight, by the way. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Um, that's awesome. Well, very cool. Glad to have you in SoCal, and we will all go to patties one morning for sure and um enjoy Wait, let's do that we will definitely. yeah exactly looking forward to seeing what happens with you next as far as what your bookings and whatnot and uh man congratulations on uh, your success so far um, thank you i'm you... excited to see um how what mackie's big life decision is i'm i just want to say i'm really proud of you um for taking that risk and going back to school because i know a lot of people in this business don't and it is a big i mean like you said that life experience and the friends you made in the clubs you did like sure you can play it on on tv but like you did it you know you lived it and that that's like no one can take that away from you so i just i'm proud of you and i'm proud that you're back you know working again and i can't wait to see what you do oh thank you same to you yeah thanks guys we're out of time thank you so much annalisa fisher will you come back on a visit again absolutely whenever you want and mackie i know it's a yes for you yes of course it's not a matter of Yes or no, it's, it's a matter of when because your schedule is always busy. So, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Right. In two weeks, we have episode number 48. Our guest will be Onata April, just a phenomenal actress. Stay tuned for that. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio.
So long.